Welcome to the ABI Online Radio Show, where you're about to hear from industry experts that will share their stories and advice on how you too can learn from their expertise and life's experiences. And now it's time for the next interview, so let's get on with the show. Hi everyone, it's Fred Gillen again, your host for ABI Online Radio. And today I've got a special guest for us, it's uh, Shirley Dalton. Now, Shirley is a self-confessed addict, and when I heard that, I was a little bit concerned, but let me explain. She's addicted to learning and sharing what she knows, and she's fascinated by people. Her passion in life is personal development, hers and everybody else's. As a management consultant and business coach, Shirley has helped thousands of people over the past 30 years to understand themselves and their people in order to produce extraordinary results. In her role as a Chief Operating Officer for an Australian education franchise, she was responsible for streamlining the operations and coaching the franchisees, which enabled the company to list on the Australian Stock Exchange and grow from 250 franchises to over 600 worldwide. Shirley's mission in life is to inspire, educate and support you to be, do, have and feel what you want through her radio show and TV shows on Voice America Network. She and guests provide information and education to help business owners, leaders and managers to reclaim their freedom and create their ideal business lifestyle. She's married to Ross for almost 20 years. They travel the world speaking, teaching and inspiring people how to enjoy better relationships both at work and at home. So with that intro, Shirley, welcome to the show. Thanks Fred, it's a pleasure to be here. When we were chatting off, both offline and online, um, we were trying to come up with a topic to discuss and you said a phrase to me um, and it's know thyself and know thy people. So what did you mean by that and how can we expand on it? The biggest issue that I find business owners have, and it doesn't matter what industry, you'll ask them and they'll say it's staff. Oh, it's my employees. I can't get them to do what I ask or I get a good team and then somebody leaves. Um, but the issue, Fred, is it isn't the team. <laughs> it's the business owners or the leaders and managers. And what I found when I first started my business doing business systems was that we would put great systems in place and then the minute that I stopped working with the organisation, the systems would fall over and I'd have to scratch my head and think, well, how come? You know, you've agreed and you've agreed and we've, we've decided this is the system. But I found that it wasn't the system, it was that the owners didn't know how to lead or manage people. They didn't know how to communicate. They didn't know how to hold them accountable. And so really that's what we're talking about. When you know yourself and you know your people, then you know what's going to uh, affect you, what you're going to react with. And I can give you a couple of examples of that. And then you know your people, you know what's going to motivate them, you know how to appreciate them. And when you're giving them what they want, they're going to be far more productive and you're going to have a much better workplace, there's less stress, more peace and harmony and more work gets done. So you said you'd give us a couple of examples, like when you talk about getting to know yourself and know your people, how would you actually start or, or apply those, those learnings? 
Yes. Well, of course, there's always the personality quizzes and there's plenty of those and, and we can talk about that. But just little things by noticing how you react. And so I had a, a boss one time and one of his hot buttons was the ladies used to pack up at quarter to five to be ready to leave at five o'clock. <laughs> and he said to me when I first started, he said, Shirley, there's a couple of things. He said, number one, I don't like surprises. And I thought, mm, okay, well, I don't know what a surprise is, but I know you don't like them. And he said, and the second thing is, if you need to pack up your, your bag and go to the toilet and everything, do it at five o'clock. He said, not on my time. <laughs> and I thought, right. Um, and he was aware enough to know that those were the things that annoyed him. For a lot of people, we're not really aware of our values and our belief system. But what happens is we start reacting. And, and of course, then that causes a chain reaction as people react to your reaction and etc. And so it really is about understanding ourselves. And it doesn't mean that we're wrong or we're right. It just means that we understand it. And um, when you look at those personality quizzes and things like that, the, the biggest thing that I got from that is that people are different. And it doesn't mean that they're wrong. It just means that they're different. So you, you mentioned there about like the employer approaching and telling you he didn't like you using his time for your own benefit. But was he that blunt when he did that or did he, you know, subtly move into that type of question? No, he was blunt. <laughs> he, was, he was totally blunt. That was the way that he was. And, uh, and, and I quite admired that because you always knew exactly where you stood with him. And, uh, and that's another thing about knowing yourself because oftentimes people will uh, have things that they don't like but yet not have the skills or the courage to be able to say that to people, to be aware of it and to actually communicate that. And if we look at um, some of the lessons from Peter Drucker, he talks about the four competencies of a leader. And the first one he says is to listen. And he says it's not a skill, it's a discipline. Anybody can do it. And, and I really like it because he says all you have to do is to keep your mouth shut. And then the second one is the willingness to communicate, to make yourself understood. And so if you don't understand yourself, then how can you communicate that to anybody else? So, so when you, like, I'm just getting back to that, that question with the, you know, the employer telling you. So mm -hmm. I'd assume that one of your systems that you probably introduce is like an introduction to the business. So whereas topics like that would be covered before they actually occur. Would I be correct on that? Yes, it, it, it's about becoming aware of how you show up in in your workplace and at home because a lot of times we're unaware of that and um, we may or may not be getting the feedback and may or may not be understanding what people are telling us. But we have uh, executive coaching programs and we have leadership programs where we do a lot of work on developing um, the self-awareness but then also giving people the skills in how to speak so that their staff understand exactly what it is that they want, how to listen to what the staff are telling them and to let the staff know that, yes, I've heard and understood that, and then how to manage and resolve conflict. So they all go hand in hand. And um, some of, one of the um, phrases you might have heard is, is pe people pressing your buttons. And another phrase that we use is called spaghetti. And spaghetti is the 
the baggage, if you like, that we carry around. And sometimes we're not even aware that people have what we call plugged us in. You know, somebody will make a comment and without consciously realising it, it's actually plugged us into something that's happened um, a number of times over our lifestyle, uh, over our lifetime. And then we're reacting to that. And, you know, sometimes people can overreact and you think, wow, you know, all I said was this and boy, poof, out comes Mount Vesuvius and you don't understand it. And so, again, it comes back to helping people understand what are their hot buttons, what are the things that set them off, and then how do they manage themselves around that. So how did it get the name Spaghetti? Spaghetti. <laughs> okay. Well, I give credit to Jennifer Elliott. I learned this and um, she created a profile that we use called Integrity and Values. And if you imagine you've got the Sydney General Post Office and if you if everybody walked past and threw in a letter, but nobody filed it away, you'd have this enormous mess of letters all in the centre of it. And so if you imagine within our in our head or in our brains, there's all of these little compartments. And generally, if we have a positive event with positive emotion, we can quite easily file that away in our memory. But if we have a negative event that's caused us to have negative emotion and we don't get what we call good attention, so somebody doesn't listen to us or give us a hug or make us feel better, then that sits there and it starts off a chain reaction. So if you imagine you're a little two-year-old and you're lost in the shopping centre and you know you, you can't find your parents anywhere and you look around and there's all these people, you're lost and alone and they're, they're not the right ones. And then mum comes along finally and you, you're found at the management office. What most people do is instead of saying, oh, you know, gosh, I'm so pleased to see you, what they normally do is go, oh, you naughty little kid, I told you not to move, etc. And then so that starts that little negative chain and it sits there. And then when we're at school and we're five or six and we're playing hide-go-seek, the bell goes and everyone goes inside and suddenly here I am, I'm lost and alone again and I don't know what to do. And then I get into my classroom, but there's nobody there giving me any good attention. So it sits there. And then I'm 16 and I'm going to the Royal Easter show at Sydney, but my friends are at a different gate to me. And here I am again, I'm lost and alone. But now I'm a big person and I can't cry, so I still don't get any good attention. So what happens then is when we get to a, a situation, say at work, and we find ourselves in this situation, then we get um, plugged in to this chain reaction of all of these things. And the reason that we call it spaghetti is because that's only one. And in our lifetime, we've got thousands and thousands of these. And that's what everybody's walking around with. You know, it's a whole big bowl of spaghetti. <laughs> so I'm sure now when you look at spaghetti, it'll never look the same. <laughs> I think you're right. I, I don't know why we're going to have it tonight or not. But I, I'm a <laughs> um, you talked about uh, like people getting to understand themselves and, and um, possibly using quizzes and the like to do that. Uh, what did you mean by that? Hmm. There, there are many quizzes and um, you know there's personality versus traits. So there's people talk about states and they talk about traits. Traits is something that is, is almost like um, something that we're born with, the way that we are, and then a state is something that can change. And so 
a lot of the personality quizzes will help us to understand what sort of category of person we are and to have that awareness that we're different. So um, for some of the listeners, you can go to Google and look up Smalley, S-M-A-L-L-E-Y, and you can do a free little quiz there and find out what type of animal you are and then how you show up in the world, whether you're a golden retriever and you're out being social with everybody or you're a beaver, beavering away, doing your tasks, uh, or you're a lion, you might be the leader and uh, you, you get to, to roar and to be the king of the castle, uh, or the otter, and the otter likes to have um, support and uh, everything going well and you know they build things around. So just in knowing that, you can understand that the people that you're working with might be different to you. And in fact, in the team, you actually want them to be different to you. My husband and I were just redoing this recently and and on our team. First of all, we haven't got enough if it's just the two of us, but um, we were both creatives and um, that means that we're missing somebody to start the projects, somebody to implement the projects and somebody to complete the projects. And so the different personalities give you a clue as to what tasks are going to be suited for the people as well. Um, There's the DISC that you can find. There's the Gallup Strength Finder, which um, is associated with Marcus Buckingham and uh, Myers-Briggs, Colby, even astrology and numerology. Uh, we learned that years and years ago. And the biggest thing that I got from that is that people are motivated by different things and that that's okay. You know, it doesn't make them wrong. So you mentioned a site there before just to do that basic, um, the the animal analogy to find out where, you know, where you sat <laughs> in the world yes. or in the jungle or whatever it might be. What was the site again? Yes, it's uh, by Smalley, S-M-A-L-L-E-Y. So if you Google Smalley personality quiz, you'll find it. Okay, great, great. And um, we've been focusing on just ourselves or, you know, the employer at the moment, but how do they relate to knowing the, knowing the people or the employee? So how do we cover off on that? Well, once you understand your people, then you can give them the right roles to suit them. Uh, Often people will come in and they'll apply for a position because they need the money and they'll convince you that they're the right person for the position. And what we know about recruitment is that the interview is the most unreliable form of recruiting the right person. So you actually want to do some testing to, to back that up. But anyway, you give somebody a a position and it may not suit them. And so if you understand them, then first of all, you can put them in the right position. But secondly, you know then how to interact with them. And most people, when they're at work, they come to work because they want to succeed. You know, popular to what some of the employers and the leaders say about, oh, my staff, you know, they don't actually go to work to upset you. (laughs) They do want to succeed. And if we give them the right instructions and the right roles and the right support, then they will perform. And then when they perform, everybody wants to be appreciated. However, there are different ways of showing that appreciation. And here's another website for the listeners, and that's the five lovelanguages.com. And that's the number five by Gary Chapman. And, and I'll give you a brief understanding of how that works because it's, based for your family and also for your employees at work. So just before I tell you that, I'll give you a quick story. 
I used to manage some ladies and one lady would love me to tell her how good she was in front of about 20 people. And so I'd wait until there was a great big group around and I'd say, oh, thanks very much for that. You did a wonderful job. I really appreciated it. And you, know, you could see her sort of stand up and puff her chest out and she'd smile and she'd go, oh, that's okay. Now, another lady, if I did that to her, honestly, she'd whack me one. So I used to wait until she was in the lunchroom and then I'd say to her, thanks very much for that. I really appreciated it. You did a good job. And she'd do a little nod of her head and go, mm hmm, and, and quietly walk out. So the point is that we need to be consistent in giving people appreciation, but we need to be individual in knowing how to show that appreciation. And so the five love languages is um, the different ways that people like to receive and to give it. Um, and so imagine that you're a, a parent and you've gone away and you come back and you've got five children and the first kid comes up to you and is crawling all over you, hugging you, climbing on you, kissing you. Oh, mum, 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 you missed me, didn't you? Oh, and their love language is touch. And then the second kid comes up to you and says, oh, mum, you missed me, didn't you? What did you buy me? Did you get me something? Please, please, what'd you get me? And their love language is gifts. And then the third kid comes up to you and says, oh, mum, I've been waiting for you to come home. Can you please help me with this project? I, I need you to help me do the research. I haven't been able to get it started. And that's acts of service. And then the fourth kid comes up to you and says, oh, mum, I've been waiting for you to come home. I want to show you all of these wonderful uh, awards that we won at school today. And that's quality time and conversation. And then the last kid comes up to you and says, ah, oh, you missed me the most, didn't you? I'm the best. Of course I am. I'm the number one. And that's words of affirmation. And so when you know these things about yourself, you can tell people how to interact with you. And when you know them about your staff, then you can give them the appreciation in the language that they want. Everybody wants it, but we like it differently. And if we miss it, it's like talking Chinese and English. I've never heard that before. And, and but when you put it in, in those words, it's so obvious, isn't it? You know, the pe everybody's different and they, they react different to different statements. I mean, mm -hmm. we've got two grown boys and the, the first two analogies fitted them to a, a G, you know, and I'm going, that's why I laughed when you were actually saying it, because two <laughs> personality, same home, but diff totally different approaches to what they like to get in as basic rewards to keep them going. Yes. Yeah, great one. I, I, um, I'm going to have to replay that a couple of times and listen to it, so it's good. Um, <laughs> good. The other thing that um, you were talking about offline was that um, with your radio shows and stuff like that, do you want to enlighten us of, of why you got into that and, um, and where you expect to take it? Yes, and, and I would say we're kindred spirits here, Fred, and that is that um, I just love to learn and to share what I know and educate people. And so one of the best ways for me to do that was to be a host for a radio show because now I can bring all of the knowledge and information to people just as you're doing and then from the radio show we then went into having our own internet TV show um, the radio show is called Reclaim Your Freedom and that's on the Voice America network and the TV show is called Empowered Business TV and primarily our audience are business owners, business people, because again, what I found is that they're very clever, they're very smart people, 
and they start a business, you know, much like the E-Myth by Michael Gerber, because they're really good at doing something, the technician. And then as they become, uh, the business grows and expands and they have to put people on, not too many of them have had formal training in leadership or management and then certainly getting to the point where they're the business owner working on the business rather than in it. And so anything that I can do to help bring information to the business owners because they're busy, you know, they don't want to go and do an academic um, qualification necessarily, but they're open to the learning. And so for me, I, it gives me a great opportunity to go and learn myself and share that and also to bring people on that can share their information. And you, we also get a big buzz out of just talking to people as well. I mean, you know, I, I, I love this. It's just, um, it's something we've started recently, but uh, I thrive on it. I think it's great just having chats. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I just, I love people. I'm fascinated by people and I'm curious. And um, yeah, that's, if I could be like Oprah, you know, just sit down and have a chat with people all day, every day. Uh, I love it. And um, that's where the coaching comes in as well, because you get to know people, you get to become part of their, their lives and their family. Um, and the other thing is that with the TV show, we're soon to have a channel as well. And so we can provide people with the opportunity if there are other messengers out there like you and I who want to put um, a show on, then we've got the opportunity for them to do that as well. Okay, maybe we, at a later date we can have a good chat about that when it's up and running and demonstrate it to people and see, you know, show them how it all works. Sure, yep, that would be great. Was there anything else that you'd like to share with the listeners today? I think just one final quote. And one of my favourite leadership trainers is a person by the name of John Maxwell. And he says, you'll never get to the top of the hill if a lot of people don't want you to be there. And he says, leadership is about becoming the type of person that others trust to take them where they want to go. And I, I think that's really important to remember. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. Like a leader is no good without a team. Exactly, yes. Well, it's been really great having a chat this afternoon. I've certainly learned a lot about the, you know, the um, five stages of um, love, I think it was you call it. Um, so I'm <laughs> going to have to have a replay and get a better handle on that and do a bit more research on that because that's, um, that's certainly opened my eyes a little bit. Um, and hopefully it's, you know, in will set the listeners on their way to making profits in their business and, and getting their personalities organised so that they can lead the teams correctly. Um, I suppose, uh, just a final word, um, Shirley, do you, how would people get in contact with you? We did mention it earlier in the call, but if you'd just like to reiterate that again so that people can get in contact with you and find out more about what you do and how you can help them. Yeah, sure. They can just go to ShirleyDalton.com. We're in the middle of upgrading our website, but at the moment um, there's a contact form on there and uh, we'd be happy to have a chat with them. And, you know, it's a complimentary consultation, plus there's some other information there as well. Yeah, I noticed on your website you've got a free guide as well, the Simple Step to Business Freedom, which... Uh, yes. Yes, and that, that takes them through basically how to systemise their business and then also looking at their people. So it's a, a little e-book that you can actually work through. Terrific. All right. As mm. I said before, great having you on the show and hopefully we'll do it again someday. Thanks very much, Fred. It's a pleasure. No problem. Take care and have a great day. 